Check it out, check it out. This minister Spidey with pillows and prayers. We know it will take you there. Well, hey, sugar, hope your day is blessed. It's early in the morning, and I'm not sure what season we're in, but we get maybe four seasons in one week. Amen. However, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you're getting your coffee. I hope you're getting yourself prepared for this day. Even though it may look the way it do, may, be safe in it. But most importantly, before you go out that door, before you take that next break, before you even have that next thought, I want to give you what thus says the Lord. And remember, God makes us unique, and there is no duplicates. So with pillows and prayers, it is based off the heart of God. It is exonerated by the heart of God and out of the heart speaks truth. So come on, baby. We know pillows and prayers will take you there. So today's topic, self-discussion, for all my listeners, for all my my viewers, today's topic, self-discussion, is I'm going with uh, Isaiah 6. I'm going with Isaiah 6. I like to use uh, out of chapter 6. I want to get a scripture um, out of, of that chapter. And I think I'm going to go with also. Okay. That's uh, verse 8. Excuse me. All right. So also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I. Send me. All right. Our discussion today. Reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, verse 8. I'm going to go with cleansed, then used. I do encourage you to read that whole scripture. Read that whole chapter in its entirety. So, Father God, at the words of thy mouth and the meditation of thy heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. So, do you understand that? There is a cleansing that's taking place before God can even do like what what he really wants to do. And there's a cleansing that he can only do, not the cleansing that we think. Before God can use us, he needs to cleanse us. And I believe in Isaiah 6, uh, in that first first verse 1 through 9, Isaiah realized he, he had a sinful, unclean mouth that needed to be dealt with. And I believe that because Isaiah heart cried for change, God sent help. And that's just how God does things when we, we we become out of control, out of sight, out of mind with some things in our lives. God will send help to us. It could be that that spiritual mom or dad. It could be that uh, it could be that it can be that stranger. But if we're leaning and trusting on God, we have to trust him totally, not halfway, not part of the way, but the whole way. Amen. So this coming forward. When we read in Isaiah and look at the story, the coming forward of the seraphim with a coal of fire, it, it is recorded in verse 6 and as an instantaneous happening. But answers may not always come so quickly to us. We, we all would prefer miraculous deliverance, but most of the time, the Lord puts us through a cleansing process. He got the cleansers. He has to pur purge us. He has to get that out of you. Because the only way he can use you is that which he delivered you from. You've got to be delivered from something for God to use you in a certain, you know, walk with him. And I'm saying this for his edification. You know, that that's just the bottom line. Notice that God forgave Isaiah's sin and then issued a call. That's, let, 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 go to 6 and 8. 
He issued a call. Who will go for us? And Isaiah had responded, here am I, send me. And then we can even go down to verse 9. I see, and this is just me, Isaiah's heart wanted to serve. Amen. He wanted to serve the Lord. And God knew that God always looked for someone who has a perfect heart toward him. Not necessarily someone who has a perfect performance before him. And when the Lord has the heart, he can't. He can always change the behavior. Hear me out. When the Lord has the heart, he can always change the behavior. The truth should encourage those of us who want to be used by God, but who often feel that we just have too many flaws. God uses crack pots, sweetie. As the saying goes, we come to him as we are, and he molds and makes us into vessels fit for his use. That's in 2 Timothy 2 and 21, sugar. Hallelujah. I want you to sit back and ponder on that. Come on, this pillows and prayers. We know it'll take us there. We know this uh, this thing that's exonerated by the heart of God is for those of us who have a charge or who have a call. There is a difference. And I do encourage you to continue to seek God and allow God to do a great thing in you. Amen. And, and the bottom line, here we go. After Isaiah's mouth, after Isaiah's mouth had been cleansed. God called him saying, go and tell his people. Now this is in Isaiah 6 and 9. The call, the anointing, the appointment can occur in different time periods. But no matter how they take place or in what order, the process of preparation is as important to us today as it was to Isaiah long ago. One thing is sure and one thing for certain, sugar. When God calls us into his presence, he is going to deal with us and we must let him do that. He is doing a good work. He'll never leave nor forsake you. Count it all joy this day. We know that pillows and prayers will take you there. Hallelujah. We know that there are many things in this, this walk that we try to we try to understand. And he said you'll understand it better by and by. But even in your understanding, get understanding. But you don't have to die to get it. So let God cleanse you. Then let him use you. And let God do his perfect work. Because... His will is, is going to always be done once you say, Lord, here I am, send me. So that's economically, financially, spiritually, intimately, dealing with friendship, kinships, companionships, all of that in one. It's conducive to this walk. So let pillars and prayers take you there. You know, not by might, not by power, but by every word that proceeds out of the house of God. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. We know pillars and prayers will take you there. Thank you for tuning in with my anchor station. May God bless you truly and increase your mind, your, your body, and your spirit. It is important that God make us unique because he doesn't make duplicates. And, and, and he sends a certain peoples to a certain peoples that, that may give them that which is needed for the heart. So keep your head up. Don't keep your head down. Let pillows and prayers take you there. May God bless you, children. I love you. Let me hear you say bless. Bless. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. Hey, check it out, check it out. This is Minister Spivey with Pillows and Prayers. We know it will take you there. Come on, sugar. We know Pillows and Prayers is exonerated from the heart of God. Are you in trouble or have you had any trouble or are you like tired of just trouble coming along and just stuff just happening with business endeavors, with family endeavors, with relationship endeavors or just people endeavors? Come on. 
Give me some hand claps on that one. But I want to let you know what thus says the Lord. Hey, we know that anchor going to take you to a place where we're going to reach the unreachable, touch the untouchable. And we know that God is unique. He made us all unique. And I tell you, if I haven't gotten with you, if I haven't spoken to you, I want to send a salute out to you, you and you for all my anchor babies, for all my friends and all of those who are tuning in. Double for your trouble. Let's talk about it. Let's dive in a little bit. I'm a, I'm a, I was reading six, Isaiah 61 and 7, so we're going to go with that. But I like for you to study Isaiah 61, verse 7 through 9. That's for you, you, and you. So look, double for your trouble. The word recompense, which we see in Isaiah 61 and 7, means repayment. So when Isaiah says that the Lord will recompense us for our shame, dishonor, and reproach, he means that God will make up for all the hurts we have experienced in life. What have you experienced? Or are you experiencing anything, sugar? One of the greatest mistakes we make is trying to avenge ourselves, to get even, to bring the scales of justice into balance rather than trusting God to do that for us. If we try to do this ourselves, you guys, we only wind up making a huge mess. The Bible says... Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath. Hallelujah. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Go to Romans 12 and 19 for that one, for your listening ears and your eyes. But when the Bible talks about recompense or justice, it simply means that you and I will get what is right for us what is coming to us now you and me both as a blood-bought christian as a blood-bought child of the living king we know that as long as we trust in the lord with all thy heart lean out to thy own understanding he's gonna direct our paths okay but as we we trust in god and we trust in what he's doing and we are obedient to him and repentant we have to repent of our sins you have to repentance and deliverance excuse me and um, 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 forgiveness is totally different but we have to repent of our sins and failures we have to do that we will not get what is coming to us in the form of punishment for our sins but we will get rewards for our righteousness Jesus took our punishment so we receive this inheritance you got to notice when when he got up on that cross if the S-U-N had the kneel to the S-O-N who you think in charge? Who you think the Alpha and the Omega? Come on now. When the when the when the, the, the sun that shines so brightly has to kneel to the SON on the cross. Come on, baby. Do your work. Read your Bible. Come on, we know pillars and prayers will take you there. But the Bible says also in Psalms 37, 1 and 2, fret not yourself because of evildoers. Neither be envious against those who work unrighteousness. You know, I mean that's which is not upright or in right standing with God. That's all that means. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. We should not want anyone to be cut down, y'all. I know. We should not want anyone to be cut down and, and wither. Even those people who have harmed us. Instead, we need to allow God's love to be. Because I'm going to tell you, the best thing to get with an enemy is pray for him. And see, God, he said, I'll make your enemy your footstool. You better get in your Bible. So, look. What happens with God's love, it, it, it's poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, as Romans 5 and 5 indicates. Now, in my own personal life, in Denise's life, in Minister Spavish's life, 
I just thank God that I have come to this place. <laughs> I don't know, y'all, but of not wanting to see my tormentors have a miserable life. I tell you, but what God has promised us, you know, for those that belong to him and that really follow him, I'm reminded of when he told me um, years ago when I was shot three times with an AK and I was in a, a coma, he told me, you shall lack of nothing if you follow me. And I remember that 21 uh, years later, you know, so even though like in my own life, I'm, th I'm thankful of God. I want to see people healed, set free, and delivered. And I have to learn, I had to learn forgiveness. Even those that hurt me to a point that I could not even function, you know? And this is the thing. When people hurt us, one day, that's that one day, one day God going to get it. God going to take care of it. He always does. But I want to get back into what I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm getting at. And our transgressions, you know, God allow us to be, you know, in a repentant spirit. Even when we transgress, transgress, excuse me, against God. But God will make it up to us if we trust him to do so. You know, tormentors have a miserable life. They do. When they hurt you and they do all the type of things to you that they know they shouldn't. They living in torment every day. Don't get it twisted. Get it right. And too often believers do not seem to realize that they are not to to take matters into their hands we can't take matters into our own hands many of us become angry at what we have um seen um done you know and 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 that anger manifests itself in many destructive ways so you know god will take care of those trust and believe you me and as many times we want to we want to tear them down split them open and do everything under the sun but it is god he says vengeance is mine you know so I encourage you today to seek God where he can still be found because he going to give you double for your trouble. You don't have to believe me. Look at your circumstance. Look what happened. Look where you are in life today. And part of the problem is that we as men and women of God have not yet learned that everybody experiences different difficulties in life. Excuse me. Everybody experiences, you know, difficulties in life. And, and, and what the Bible says, many evils confront the consistency righteous. And as Psalms 34 19 reads, we fail to realize that even though we are God's children, not everything will go just the way we want. And not everyone will treat us the way we would like to be treated. However, the Bible teaches us that if we continue to trust God, no matter what happens to us, if we keep our eyes on him and have faith and confidence in him, come on, y'all, he will balance out the scales. The second half of Psalms even reads, you guys, in 34:19 says, a person may have problems, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. You can't deliver you, so quit trying. The time will come when everything will be set straight. Here it comes. Our enemies will, or excuse me, our enemies will be repaid for all their treachery, and we will be paid back double for all we have lost and suffered. True justice is worth waiting for. So come on, we know pillows and prayers will take you there. I love you. God bless you. Take care of yourself and each other. Get your day started.